Hello, this is Rob Payne with RSVP Northern Virginia, and welcome to our newest podcast. Today we are live, well, almost live, from the Volunteer Fairfax headquarters where RSVP Northern Virginia is headquartered. We have the pleasure of speaking with one of our volunteer engagement leaders, Shelly Brosnan. Shelly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Rob. Shelly, you have been with us for a while, so let's go back to the beginning. Uh, When did you first join RSVP? So it's been um, not quite three years when I retired. Um, I'd been doing a lot with Volunteer Fairfax and some of their programs, so this was just perfect to keep on volunteering and giving back, and it's what I really love doing. What uh, what did you do before you retired? Um, I was a senior business administrator for a company. Excellent, excellent. And and you, you said you came here. Now, were you, were you with Volunteer Fairfax first before you started with RSVP? Yes, probably. I think maybe around 20 years, might have been a little bit more, oh. that I've been doing Volunteers for Change. Volunteers for Change, right. which is a somewhat similar program to RSVP in right. that you have a lot of uh, short and long-term opportunities. Uh, Kim Luckenball runs that, pro- runs that program and does an excellent job. So you were involved with, our, uh, with, with uh, Volunteers for Change first and and then what picked your interest about RSVP? Um, I like that it's um, different opportunities than we might get through Volunteers for Change. And I like the chance to be able to meet other seniors. Yeah, other seniors. <laughs> um, and I've, you know, meet them. And I talked to somebody yesterday and we sat and chatted for a while. I've made friends through the program. And I just like um, the idea that... I was doing things evenings and weekends, and of course, I volunteered with my kids when they were in school, and this is now the opportunity to do some daytime things. While we're talking about Volunteers for Change, there are a lot of RSVP members that we both know that, that are members of both organizations. What, what is it about volunteering and retirement that, that is important to you? Um, I think it's kind of a two-sided aspect. It's the giving back is so very important and that I can maybe make a difference in the lives of people, but it's also good for me. Um, I really, I really think when I talk to people, they're like, oh, I'd like to retire, but I don't know what I'm going to do. And my wife or husband doesn't want me sitting around the house all day with them. Um, And I think it's both physically and mentally, you have a reason to go out and get up, kind of get up in the morning. It's terrible to say, but, you know, we'd all be a little lazier if we didn't have things to keep us busy. And I love the opportunities. I'm getting to do some other things through RSVP that maybe I'm not doing through VFC. And um, I've just really enjoyed it. It's it's good. Now, you do, uh, you not only uh, volunteer for RSVP and, and for its partners, which which Volunteer Fairfax and, and Volunteers for Change is one, is two, are two of, but you do even more volunteering than that, right? I mean... Right, outside of kind of the VF family. Right. <laughs> yes. and what, let's just talk about some of the things just in general, and, and we can include RSVP stuff in there, of course, but just some of the different activities that you participate in a, in a given week. I do a lot with an organization, probably a couple years now, because they are fairly new. They're called BRAS, um, and it's bringing resources, um, aid, women's shelters. Um, but they provide um, feminine hygiene products and um to schools and shelters, 
and those we do deliver. So I probably do around eight to 10 deliveries um, a month. And then we also do distributions of bras and underwear to shelters where we actually go out, we measure, we make them feel like they're a walk. It's a store experience. So I really like that organization. It's, uh, you, you learn a lot. You always, we don't think of it maybe. Oh, we have the opportunity to just walk into a store and buy something, and these women do not. Tell me about some of the other things you do, um, what different groups you work with. So for quite a while, I want to say it could be maybe 10 years, I've been helping um, an organization that was part of the Giving Circle of Reston. They have spun off. It's called Helping Hungry Kids Northern Virginia, and they do meal packs, but they actually do it from the ground up. Twice a month, we have food collections outside of two grocery stores in Reston, and then it goes back and gets count. Everything has to be in and out counted, Um, and they deliver. I don't get as much involved in that part of it, but they do deliveries of, I think, close to like 400 or more per week. Just in the Reston? schools, in the Reston-Herndon area. It's all Reston-Herndon. So I've been doing that. And they also uh, put on the empty bowls for, um, which is, um, they sponsor it, but the money all goes to food for others. So I've been helping that program for quite a while. Now you are based in the central Fairfax area, but you really travel all over, don't you? I do. Some, well, I do, um, food for others a couple times a month, once or at least once and sometimes twice a month. So that's in the DC area. I think it's like, is that considered Northeast? Mm -hmm. Um, and to me, you know, going down tonight, I'm We'll be down in Arlington for ASPAN, which I do a couple times a month. What, what do you do for Volunteers for Change? Uh, so Volunteers for Change, I do um, So I do food for others at least once or twice a month, depending on my schedule. I do the Alive Food Distribution Project, which I team captain that. I've been doing that. And I have a great group of friends. We have actually become friends. And after that project, we go to Sugar Shack <laughs> and have a donut and talk and, and really enjoy it. And we've done some of the other projects with the Alive Alexandria. We do the walk every year. A group of us do their walk to support their um, child development center. We have helped up their empty bowls that they put on. Um, so I do that every month. I do a Power Pack, which provides um, weekend meal packs for children, and we that goes back to Food for Others. And then for A-SPAN, I do that a couple times a month. Once we're doing actually going and passing out the soup and the meal meal bags that are provided by another organization, and then once a month, volunteers for change volunteers actually were making the meal bags, and then I take them home, put them in my refrigerator, and then take them down there, and another lady and I do the distribution of that. That makes my head spin just to think about it. And on top of all this, uh, I think you may have touched on it earlier, yeah. you you work right here in, in the office. You volunteer I, I right do. here in the offices. Yeah. With Tell us about that. I, through um, RSVP, mm-hmm. I, through Emily, I was connected with the Alternative Community Service Program. So I come in a couple maybe half day, depending on how much need there is, um, but at least a couple half days a week helping that program and working with Kim Luckabaugh. And that's that's been very eye-opening. It's I think it's hopefully made me a little more compassionate about people who've run into a lot of problems and you find out it isn't always the people you think of that there's it can happen to anybody. <laughs> Some of the clients in that program uh, go on to have very 
uh, fruitful volunteer careers, don't they? They do. A lot of them have come back to us and said, oh, I really enjoyed that. I'm going to keep helping this organization. I've really enjoyed it. You also have done some work, some volunteer work for our great partner, Bright Paths, also. Yes. So I've um, helped out with some of their mailings they had um, for special events, their newsletter, I signed up to do a couple shifts for their upcoming arts event that they're putting on, which is a big fundraiser. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I've gotten to know some of the people. And it's interesting when you, um, you know, people leave one organization and go to another. So I met somebody who left Facets, and <laughs> now she's at Bright Paths. That's and right. So, yes. Facets is another, another not, no, not only are they one of our partners, but they're also one of our neighbors, neighbors. At, at Volunteer Fairfax. Yeah. Now, you are uh, an Uber volunteer, and when I say Uber, that doesn't mean she drives people around. Although she could do that too, and maybe she she actually does the Shepherd Center. <laughs> love the Shepherd Center. We talk about them all the time. They're also an RSVP partner. Which Shepherd Center do you drive for? I drive for Annandale Springfield. Which I actually, just recently became a member, uh, a partner. Yes, of, of I think RSVP. maybe a year ago. Uh, just in the last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually. Somehow got connected to that when I did one of the um, MLK Day events at the JCC. It wasn't this, it was like a little over a year ago. Somebody was talking about it and I thought, oh, I, you know, I would love to do that. I helped a family member who needed rides when they were not feeling good. And I thought, you know, that's a nice opportunity. The people I meet are so nice and so appreciative. And and they are all not driving for various reasons. The cost of their vehicle is expensive. They're not able to. They don't have family in the area that can help them all the time. So there's a lot of different reasons. And, you know, I always think, you know, one day I might be the passenger in that car. There are folks out there who are listening and, and, and they think about, they're thinking about volunteering. And they're probably saying to myself, so if I volunteer, I've got to be like Shelly and volunteer a million hours. But that's not always the case. And that's often not the case. No. That there are opportunities for, for everyone to serve. You want to talk a little bit about that? So I think that with a lot of these programs, RSVP, um, Volunteers for Change, RSVP, we have, I know there's people that there's a monthly calendar that comes out. They're only doing maybe the service project for the month. They don't want to, they're taking care of grandchildren. They're busy with their husbands or whatever. And they don't want to always give up that much time or commit to so many things. And do something once a month if you want to. That's fine. Um, you're making that connection, and maybe down the road you'll want to bump that up a little bit and maybe do things a couple times a month. And being an engagement leader, um, we go back and talk to the people that attended the orientation, and it's really interesting to see how some of them, oh, I've decided I'm. this is the organization I really want to volunteer with. I'm now going to be doing, I talked to one lady, she's doing counting at one of the plants where they do, um, one of the, um, it's the one in Mount Vernon, um, the gardens that are down there. Oh, a river farm. River farm. River farm, sure. She's sure. doing where they have to do countings of things. Uh-huh. And so she did that as a, as a special project one time really connected with her it's what she loves you know wants to do and I think that's you may not right away and maybe you never will 
do more than the once a month, but that's okay. One of the great things about the monthly group service projects, we recently had one at Food for Others, which you mentioned yes. earlier. We're having another one uh, at the end of April down at United Community Ministries, which is just a fantastic uh, organization. It gives you the opportunity to sort of have a preview of what it's like to work with these groups. And I remember you mentioned River Farm. I was at a River Farm event uh, last year, and three of our volunteers signed up to volunteer for River Farm on the spot because they liked it so much. Um, I I think, you know, we we recently did a seminar over at the Osher Institute, and we talked about the myths of volunteering. And I think one of the myths of volunteering that a lot of people think about is if they go volunteer for anything, they're like stuck. And if they don't like it, they can't get out of it. But that's not the case, is it? It isn't at all. And I think... Um, I think you're very right in that people think, oh, I have to, I have to do something once a week, or I have to do something, you know, so many times a month or whatever. And you don't have to. And I think any little bit, you're connecting. It's making a difference for you. And maybe you'll want to do more. Sure. Maybe you won't, but maybe you you will want to do sure. more. I think just any little bit. So I, somebody who says they don't know what to do when they're going to retire. Don't say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for sure. And another myth uh, is people think they're never going to be able to go on a vacation again. You, no. again, you you travel yep. quite extensively from time to time. Right. And and uh, and you come back and you're refreshed and you're ready to go. Right. What, what personally do you get out, out of volunteer? You talked a little bit about it earlier, but just from a personal um, standpoint. I think it's, it's just very fulfilling. I feel mm-hmm. like... We all need to be needed in a way, you know, we, I loved my job that I had at, for almost 30 years. Um, I worked with a lot of people, kind of customer service in a way. But, um, and that reason to get up in the morning and feel a good, and feeling good about what you're doing, you are making a difference when you're out there volunteering, no matter what it is. If you may not think it's meaningful, it is, it is meaningful. and people I talk to are just, we're so appreciative that you're doing the rides or that you're here helping. Um, Even the people that we, when we're handing out the bag meals, we sit and chat with them and they're like, oh, thank you for coming down when it's, you know, raining, pouring out and we're still standing there with our umbrellas because I feel that's important to be there. That's, you know, they're very appreciative. It, It keeps you healthy too, doesn't it? It does. It does. You know, I make time for myself, you know, I make time to make sure I'm, I go to a gym three days a week. I like to walk when the weather's nice. Um, I still make time to do all of that. I get to read. I like to cook. You know, I, believe it or not, I am able to fit all of that in. Um, and so I feel I have, I'm a lucky person. I feel I'm very fortunate in that I'm kind of in retirement getting to do what I am enjoying out of life. And when we first talked, yeah, uh, Shelly was one of the very first volunteers I spoke with when I started here at RSVP uh, a while ago. And you told me a story. Uh, we're sitting here today. It is Tuesday, April 9th. And in about, I guess, three weeks, there's going to be the 50 Plus Expo, yes. which I just think is one of the best 
events for for uh, older folks in the in the area over at the Fair Oaks Marriott, open to the public. And and you told me a story when you were volunteering at one of the outreach tables at that event. Do you remember what you were was about? It? You were talking about about how you 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 saw someone who had immediate results from being at that that job expo. Right. There was somebody there, and I don't have all the details at this point, but. She actually brought her resume in, and there's a lot of different organizations, and I don't know if there's companies there, but there's a lot of opportunities Mm -hmm. to speak with people and hand out your resume. And somebody actually on the spot got a job offer. It was, like, I think we were all, like, absolutely thrilled. It's the best thing that could have happened. And so you never know. You never know when that is going to happen. If you're looking for a job or, or just, we're all networking all the time. We don't maybe know we're networking. Um, we're maybe not looking for something, but um, you meet so many different people. And I think that's another thing for folks who might be looking for a job, that volunteering is a great way to get back into it. Because I think one of the biggest challenges when you're not working, like like you sort of alluded to, is that you're not connected. Yeah. You're not, you, you lose contact. And that, that can be as big of a problem as just not working, period. Yeah. And you never know when one of these organizations you're volunteering for is looking for maybe a part-time person or a full-time person, and it's right up your alley. <laughs> That's so, happened to some yes. people I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you've also volunteered with the, with another one of our great partners in Northern Virginia Senior Olympics. You do that. I think last year you we, we were talking, you were at several events yes. for that. And, yeah. and, that and, it's fun. And to watch these people that are in their not 80s, 90s, even over 100, coming going out there. And um, I've done the swimming for several years and the pickleball. And I do not have experience with any of these. I'm not very athletic but it is fun you don't need to you can just come out and enjoy and watch these amazing people and what they're able to do um makes you feel good (laughs) it it does and it it, it definitely inspires you to to get healthy as you mentioned earlier you're a volunteer engagement leader for rsvp what exactly is a volunteer engagement leader and what what do you do as in that capacity several times a month arley uh carly has um RSVP orientations throughout kind of the county at a library, at a community center, um, and she will ask a couple engagement leaders to be there. We kind of help her. We're there to maybe say what we're doing, kind of inspire people to, um, there's a senior there and they're doing some things I need to, I can try it. And then we also, um, after the orientation, we will then later on a week or two contact these people and just see if they have any questions or if they're not sure what kind of what they want to do so we're kind of there even later on you have my number call me anytime if you have any questions and it's it's been really For some nice people volunteering is not necessarily a natural extension of themselves they're going to a situation where they may not know people maybe they're not always at ease you all especially the volunteer engagement leaders can sort of ease that transition right uh is that is that accurate um it is you know i'm not honestly i'm not the most outgoing person public speaking is not my thing but i find that when i'm doing it in a little group Mm -hmm. i i do pretty well and i find that talking about rsvp and volunteering is very easy it really excites me to talk about it because I 
love it so much. <laughs> I know that's, it might seem a little over, but no. I really do. I no. really enjoy. I think it's, it's done wonders for me mentally, physically. Yes. There might be folks out there that are sort of on the bubble. They're like, what about this, this volunteering thing? I'm really not sure if I should do it, if I want to do it, if it's worth my time. For those people that are just not quite positive they want to do this, what would you tell them? And specifically uh, about joining RSVP. I would say attend an orientation because you get a good overview of the program. And then if you're not sure, the engagement leaders are always welcome to go with you to your first project. Just see what it's about. See if maybe this is something that interests you. If it does and you're ready to get connected, great. If you're not and want to try something else, they're always there to kind of kind of handhold you in a way, but be there just if you're not comfortable going the first time. We're always there to help you out That's in great. any way we can. That's fantastic. Are there any other you know, intrinsic values or benefits of, of joining being part of the RSVP? Um, I think one really great thing about it is that is that you get to decide what you want to do. Somebody's not telling you, you have to go to this organization, and maybe it's not for you. You get to pick. What is it that you enjoy and that is meaningful to you? And so it's your decision. And I think, I think it means more when you, when you do that. Well, Shelly, thank you again for everything you do. You are such a great help, uh, not only to Carly, but the entire staff. And, 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 and not only that, but everybody here at Volunteer Fairfax. And we really appreciate that. Beyond even just the work you do, the, 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 the great job and great help you are bringing more people in and sharing that volunteer experience with so many people. Uh, it's thanks to you and, and your fellow engagement leaders that, the, that we're just growing by leaps and bounds. And, and we, we, there's not, there's not, there are words I can't describe that. So thank you. Thank you for being here for this for this interview. For everybody who uh, is listening today, uh, we hope you'll consider uh, checking RSVP out. For more information on our uh, next closest information session, please go to rsvpnova.org. At the top of that page, you'll see some dates. Uh, all you have to do is click on the date that you like, and, and they'll go directly to a sign-up page. And, and, and there are just so many different opportunities coming up. It's a, it's a great time of year to get involved, and uh, we hope to hear from you and see you soon. So thanks again, Shelly, for being here. You're welcome. Until next time, thanks for tuning in, and thanks to all the folks who listen, and thanks for everything you do. Have a great day.